Hey there, and welcome to the Fantasy Fantasia podcast, a podcast where a bunch of Canadian theater nerds gather around and play various tabletop role-playing games, such as Dungeons & Dragons, Monster Hearts, Monster of the Week, Call of Cthulhu, and more. This episode of the Fantasy Fantasia podcast is brought to you and sponsored by the Arts, Culture, and Heritage Fund in Windsor, Ontario, so big thanks to them. My name is Avery Malosh, and I will be your Dungeon Master for tonight's episode of Dungeons & Dragons, Legend of the Silver Flame. in Legend of the Silver Flame, the Lords of Dust have launched a full-scale attack against Ildichester with the aid of a giant demon named the Maloc. Bree manages to hold off the army for some time by creating a giant turtle force field, but in doing so had to sacrifice her ability to contact Mistra from here on forward. While Sai and Velvet are protecting the monstrances which power the force field atop these tall towers, Lena infiltrates the Lords of Dust's camp, where she retrieves another kyber shard, as well as performs a ritual to transfer Rak Tolkesh's essence from the kyber shards into Lena's body. In the tent, she finds Verna, kidnapped and beaten by the Lords of Dust. Even though Rack instructed Lena to kill Verna, she sets Verna free and traveling out of the city atop a hellhound. Meanwhile, Lekara explains to Giriad that she intends to blow up the demon using the power of a kyber shard and her special gauntlets, and that it would be a suicide mission. Giriad, in return, incapacitates Lekara and takes it upon himself to do the job. Once everyone made it back safe, Bree opens a portal to Loshertin and rescues as many of the dwarven population as possible, while Giriad stays behind and makes his bold sacrifice. Once the ash and debris of Ildichester settles, the hellhound carrying Verna brings her back to the city, drawn to the power of the kyber shard left there, and thus Solkatesh's magical influence seeps into Verna from the kyber shard. The remaining members of the Fighter Things Club now rest in Losherton, facing a refugee crisis and the loss of a dear friend. Now let's launch into tonight's session. Sigh. Yes. You're traveling through a wide, dark cave. You've been traveling for some time. You look around the walls of the cave and on the ground, and you notice there are patches of burnt spots all along the stone, these darkened splotches. And you notice claw marks, giant claw marks along the ground. And you're following these claw marks down a tunnel. 
As you're walking, a woman's voice calls out behind you. Are you absolutely certain that the dragon is out hunting? You turn, and you see a wood elf with copper hair that matches a younger size hair and tan-colored skin. Yes, I, I, I saw her. I saw her leave. Come, come quickly. Okay, as long as it's very quick. Yeah, yeah I, I, I hear that there's uh, at least one egg in here. I just hope it's worth it. This is, this is quite a risk, and I, I want to make sure that nothing happens to you. I, oh. I know, I know your work is important, honey. Yeah. It's just. Oh, you, you, this is a light, once in a lifetime experience. This is, this is going to be incredible. Have you ever seen a dragon's egg? I, I've never seen one up close, but I've, I've heard of it. And oh, it's supposed to be like there's this inner fire inside. And oh, the, imagine the power that's inside of these things. The, the younglings are, are just, oh, I, I can't wait for you to see it, Illyria. Come on, come on. And throughout your speech, she's won over with your enthusiasm and passion, and she's just as excited as you are. This day's been coming for such a long time. You've put so much work into this moment. She says, okay, okay, let's go, let's go, let's go. Okay, here, hold my hand. And she does, as you guys tread silently through the cave. Finally, you reach the end of this tunnel, and you see that it opens into a wide cavern, what you know to be the dragon's lair. You see that in the ceiling, about 120 feet high, there are multitudes of these cracks in the ceiling that let in natural light leaking into the room. Much of the room is stone and rubble, but you can tell it's a dragon's lair because you see a giant pile of gold and gems and other valuables. You see a pile of animal and human bones off to another side where it feeds. But the gold to you, you see nestled in a small pile of rubble, are these large spotted eggs. <gasps> Lyria, look, look over there. <sighs> Her breath is taken away as she's <sighs> staring. There's more than what there's six. There's six outside six? as she looks to I, you. That's unheard of. I, maybe <gasps> two, maybe three, but six. Uh, this is unbelievable <gasps> from one dragon. <gasps> and and Sai runs over to the, uh, the, the nest and starts to like, gently touch one of the eggs very very carefully just just in case it it is on the verge of, of breaking oh, oh come here come here Lyria you've got to see this here touch it touch it do you feel it do you feel the warmth oh oh my gosh it's pulsating through I know it feels like a heartbeat on the outside of this <laughs> can you believe oh oh I am so glad you can share this with me this is this is just oh okay she grabs you. She says, sigh, sigh. Yeah. Listen, oh, calm down. Okay. I love your enthusiasm and passion, but we're here to do a job. Get your studies in. Make your sketches. Listen, listen. You know we don't have a lot of time, honey. This is huge. Take your notes. I'm going to go watch the tunnel. Okay. okay? Oh, oh, yes, yes, you do that. Um, let me, uh, where's my, my sketchbook? Oh, oh. <sighs> Oh, I can't believe this. Oh, real dragon. Yeah, Sai, this moment is going to make your career. Nobody in this land has gotten this close to a dragon egg before. I have, like a wild red dragon. This is serious shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, and oh, look at those spots. Oh, I've never can seen this up you, close. Can you roll perception with disadvantage for me? I can. And a 16 and a 7. Let's play perception here. 
Okay, so that'd be 15. 15. Okay, you're so enthralled by these eggs, and Illyria's keeping eye on the tunnel entrance that everything's silent, everything's going well. You're about seven minutes in when finally you hear a scrape, the scraping of a claw against stone from deep within the cavern, somewhere in the darkness. Illyria? Is that, is that you? I heard it too. I thought it was gone. Oh, it's probably just a, I don't know, branch or, I don't know. Look, oh man. The dragon lives alone, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she, she yes. won't be back for, for quite some time. She's uh, probably, she has to, especially if she has six younglings, she's going to be on, on, on a search for, a, for food for quite some time. Yes, as we've been watching, her hunts have been especially long. You hear another scrape, this time loud and near. And you turn and you see that there is a young red dragon wormling that emerges from the shadows and its eyes are wide as it looks at you. And when it breathes, it can't even control its fire breath as it's snorting and fire pops out of its nostrils and it's staring at you too. And it looks scared. Lyria. Clapping its jaws. Don't move, don't move. Okay, uh, we have to, we have to move very quietly and very carefully back down the, back, back down the tunnel, all right? Just, just one step after another, come on. And it takes another few steps towards you as it's defending its lair, and you have your hands out, you're coaxing it. Can you roll, uh, animal handling for me? All right, um, that's a 15 plus, 19. Not enough. This thing, as you're trying to coax it, it's scared, it's skittish. It lunges at you, Sai, and you dive out of the way, and it turns toward Illyria, and she begins running down the tunnel. And just like you remember, as if in slow motion, you see it bounding after Illyria as she's sprinting, and she's calling out your name in slow motion. Illyria, no! And you watch as this red dragon wormling launches on Illyria, digs its claws into her back and you watch in one of the cracks of light from the ceiling as this thing literally begins devouring Illyria. And in that moment, you wake up. <gasps> oh, oh, Illyria. Oh, no, 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 no. My Illyria. The dragon mark is burning on you. Oh, oh. But you're in Losherton Castle. It's hmm. the middle of the night in your own room granted to you by Kanos. The moon is high in the sky on a clear night and there's a cool breeze coming in adding to your chill from your cold sweats. So Sai gets out of uh, bed and um, lights a candle and just kind of walks to... Is there a balcony in his, uh, his room or a balcony nearby? Yes, uh, there is a small balcony that overlooks the sea. Okay, so he walks over to the balcony and he opens up the the window, I guess, or door leading to the balcony, and he stands outside and looks up at the moon and says, "I'm so sorry, Illyria. I shouldn't have brought you on this mission. I shouldn't have brought you with me. I it should have been me. It should have been me. Oh." Oh, and I didn't, and I didn't take care of Kier. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Will you forgive me? 
And you wait there for some time and just enjoy the night. And he actually, what he does is he opens up his, he goes and he takes um, in his robes, his wizard's robes, he takes out two items from his inner pocket that he always carries with him. And he just kind of stares at him. One is a uh, silver necklace um, of elven design that, that reminds him of, of Illyria. And the other one is a gemstone, a garnet gemstone. And he just kind of sits there and looks at the, the two items as he sort of reflects on his family. And after you do that for some time, the night chill gets chillier. And eventually you head back in and eventually you do fall back asleep hmm. for the rest of the night. The morning comes. This is now your second day in Losherton. All of you wake up in your own separate rooms and over the last 48 hours, there's been a lot of action and a lot of attention that's been put on amalgamating these dwarven refugees from Eldachester into Losherton. Tents uh, being put up just outside of the town, various houses welcoming them into their homes, and just a lot of planning about how they can uh, contribute to the day's works that they've been asking about. And finally, Kanos has mentioned to you guys that it's all said and done, and we can meet to we can meet to speak soon about basically what the hell the next step is because he's very intrigued <laughs> to know what happened and also <laughs> what's going to uh, come next, where you guys are headed. So he would love to just touch base with you guys uh, at some point. Now, Bree, mm -hmm. you have a window in your room as you wake up that lets the sunlight pour in, and much like. One of the mornings you woke up in, seemingly ages ago, all the way back in Biden's, you see a blue bird standing on your windowsill. She just stares at it for a second, and her heart starts beating faster, and she gets out of bed and runs towards the window and just starts talking to the person. Verna, Verna, is that you? Are you okay? What, what do you want? The bird tweets. As you get closer, you see that Pepper is actually pretty disheveled. His feathers are not very well taken care of. He seems tired and weather-worn, as if he's traveled a great distance. You notice that there's a piece of parchment attached to his little leg. Okay, why, why don't you stay in my room for a bit and, and rest? Um, here, let me take that paper from you. And she takes the paper and opens it. You see that it is a letter from Verna. And it reads as follows. My dearest Bree, I am sending this letter ahead of me in the hopes to reach you as quickly as possible. I trust Pepper to find you as he always has before. I am currently about to leave Vokendale. Mistra led me there to speak with the chief of the Genasi about the impending situation with the Lords of Dust. The Genasi are quite an intelligent folk and listen to my explanation fully. They remember the Great War quite vividly and were telling me quite horrific stories of its events. They have granted me the Kyber Shard to bring to all of you as quickly as possible so we may travel to the Silver Flame. 
Once your business is finished in Ildichester, we must travel to the Silver Flame as quickly as possible. With the shard in Ildichester and the shard in Vokendale in our possession, and then in parentheses you, you see it reads, I have no doubt you will be successful with the dwarves. Free just kind of shakes her head at that. That counts every shard in our continent. The Genasi of Vokendale are preparing an army to march to the island where the Silver Flame resides, and I think it would be wise for us to contact as many cities and leaders as possible. Which is ironic, because I wrote this before we chatted as a group. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's funny that that just kind of came up uh, hey, organically. Great minds think um, yeah, yeah. It continues. It seems history is bound to repeat itself, and we may have a second great war on our hands. New paragraph. Do not wait for me to begin contacting the cities. I'm sure a simple sending spell would do. We must move quickly, for our, our enemies are surely on their way to the Silver Flame already. The good news, and the bad news, is that for our ritual of destruction to work, we require possession of all the shards. So a clash is inevitable, and we will require as much support across the continent as possible. I am making my way back to Ildichester first thing in the morning to meet with you if you haven't left already. I miss you very, very much, my darling. I feel that soon we will be able to return to the simple life we had again and live peacefully. Unless the adventure bug has bitten you. You're a strong, intelligent woman now, and I would follow you wherever you may lead, for my devotion to you is as strong as my devotion to our goddess Mistra. With much heartfelt love, Verna. Bree just holds the note and she's smiling, but she's also got tears streaming down her face. And the first thing um, she does is she turns to the, the bird and um, she's gonna uh, place her hand gently on it the top of its head and use cure wounds just to try to heal it up a bit hey that's great actually mm. it wasn't looking too great and with your cure wounds uh, immediately its feathers become smooth and it gains its poise again and it seems more chipper and more buoyant in its bounce around your room good right. and then her next thought is oh my gosh she was heading to Ildichester and she starts panicking <laughs> and, in your and as you start panicking, Pepper takes off and flies out the window. She's going to rush and get ready and try to let the group know what she just learned. Yeah, I'll say you guys uh, had plans to meet this morning to have breakfast together with Kanos, uh, just to finally touch base. So <laughs> if we want, we can move uh, to that moment with you guys. Let's have some breakfast. <laughs> yeah, you guys all come into a, a lovely meal. <laughs> <Breakfast>. <laughs> Roll for breakfast. Let's go. Well, Sai loves the sausages there. Last time he was here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Remember that? Was that here? Oh. I think it was Lashiton, wasn't it? Like I stole velvet sausage. <laughs> That's hilarious. Anyway. So you guys you guys all meet uh, for breakfast. A uh, table has been set out for you guys in one of the halls in the castle. Somewhere a little more private uh, for you guys to freely discuss whatever you'd like to discuss. And you all meet there. Kanos isn't there yet. So Sai is actually a little bit more quiet than usual this morning. Kind of coming off of his nightmare. And he just kind of, uh, you know, he's looking a little off and he just says, uh, good morning, everyone. 
Uh, good morning. Velvet slept great. No, he didn't. That's a lie. He did. Velvet, you know what? I'm actually going to retcon that. Velvet's still just like, okay, so when you say that, Velvet just yawns and goes, good morning. And he's just playing with his oatmeal in a bowl with his wooden spoon. Hmm. Lena walks in with her hood up just because she looks... She looks interesting now with all the black veins and some scales and the dark skin, or dark, uh, dark hair. So she has her hood up, yeah. <laughs> and Aww. she she comes in with her sketchbook and she says, uh, "Good morning, everybody." Good morning. I am. Um, Good morning. I uh, I know this is silly, but I I've been working on something for you all for the last couple of days, and um, well, here and she opens up her sketchbook and starts handing around their different pictures of uh, Giriad with, with all of them. So, like, um, Velvet gets Aww. one of uh, Velvet mid-laugh turning to look at Giriad with his arm around him, and Giriad's looking at the camera with, like, a smirk on his face. And um, Sai has one of, like, Giriad, like, mid-letting an arrow fly. And um, <laughs> Not think, at him, I hope. Not at him, no. <laughs> <laughs> at him. And uh, <laughs> Bree has one of... Just him kind of sitting, re- writing in his sketchbook, kind of like he did, just kind of quieter, just or not sketchbook, notebook, um, mm-hmm. writing stuff down. She kind of hands him out, and she's like, I, I know they're not great, but I just, um, well, he's he's been on my mind a bit, so uh, there you go. And she sits down kind of awkwardly. These, these are beautiful. These are amazing. Thank you, Lena. Yeah, no worries. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, Lena. So, that's, that's very kind of you. Something to... Uh, Something to remember him by. Yes. I also plan on giving one to Lakara and Deirdre too, if they'll. That's really sweet. If they want them. I hope of they're doing they okay. Yeah. yeah. I guess yeah. we should probably. Giriad would want us to check on them, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. I was I, planning on doing that after breakfast. Uh, yeah, I, I was thinking of that too. But um, before we do that, I I wanted to talk to all of you. Kanos erupts into the room. Good morning, everybody. God, I love him so much. Good morning. I know, right? Good morning, your highness. Good morning. He he quickly pedals over to the table and he hops onto his very grand chair and uh, pillow that he sits on as well to reach the height of the table, as he's especially small for a halfling. He says, and uh, he simply gives two claps. And then people begin bringing out the food for you, especially sausages. Oh. I remember, Sai, you had quite a craving for them. Oh, they are fantastic. I'm, oh, I'm all ready for them. He kind of pats his belly. I have to admit, I really missed all of you. Hmm. Things have been very calm in Loshertid since, which is something to be celebrated considering the climate of this earth right now. But uh, it just hasn't been the same, you know? Those, those were some... Very um, fulfilling times. How, how's uh, relationships with oh, what's the other halfling's name? The the barbarian one. Oh, his name is uh, Corius. Corius, how uh, how are things with you and Corius going, Your Highness? Oh, quite well actually. Uh, Corius is no longer a part of the army or uh, anything. What? For Lozier did no. He, what um, is that? When he did not become king, he was very upset that he actually did a bit of soul searching. He went on about a uh, two-week vacation and uh, just kind of traveled around central Valendia there. And when he came back, he looked left to the grass prairies, he looked right to the farm prairies, and he realized 
<clears throat> and he realized. Wow, I'm like, I feel like I'm losing the voice. <laughs> I got, I got to take my uh, headphone off so I can actually hear myself. <laughs> and he realized that he wanted to actually go into the culinary arts with all of our bountiful ingredients around oh. this area. And he now owns a restaurant, and it's called Prairie a la Mode. Uh, here in Losherton. Yep, right here in Losherton. Huh. Huh. Never huh. underestimate what a good vacation will do. It's oh. very nice. <laughs> I try to take them 7, 8, 12, 13 times a year. Sometimes. <laughs> well, we'll have to visit it on our, <laughs> our, on our stay here. That, that's, that's wonderful. But, Your yeah, Highness, you said that everything has been relatively, um, I guess I should say, uneventful when you have other cities being destroyed and completely leveled. Nothing here? Nothing here. Once that shard was gone, it seems that your group, the other group, group, those Lords of Dust, they just lost interest. Hmm. I see it as a blessing. As, as, yes, you should consider Loshatin lucky. Not, mm -hmm. uh, as you can tell by the recent influx of the, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Yes. Not migrants. What am I looking refugees? for? Refugees. Refugees. Thank you. Yeah. Well, you can tell with the <laughs> massive influx of refugees. Thank you again, Your Highness. I'm sure your generosity is means quite a lot to them. Oh yes, of course. Um, I, I suppose the pleasantries are over, and we must get down to business. Which, yes, revolves around my first question: What the fuck happened? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, where to begin? We tell him everything. <laughs> yeah. 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 You you better take a few sausages for this one, Your Highness. <laughs> Your story takes the entirety of breakfast. Uh, um, his breakfast is not eaten, but all of yours are, as you take turns telling your story, and his jaws just dropped about the tales of exactly what the heck went down in Ildichester, and a little bit before that, too. By the end of it all, <laughs> he says, This Geryon sounds like a truly strong, diligent, good, good dwarf. Mm, he was uh, the best. And Velvet lets out yes. a whistle. Can he call Mimic to him for breakfast? Absolutely. You let out that whistle and Mimic comes flying through the balcony and still with his headpiece and his little uh, telescope glass, he perches on your shoulder, Velvet. Velvet uses one hand to, and he feeds him like uh, the few grains and seeds that are around in the table. I guess breakfast seeds. I don't know if that's a thing. We maybe <laughs> make it a thing. Um, and yeah, yeah. Uh, pet, pets his, his head and um, whispers to him. All right, Mimic, I know it's going to be hard, but one day, you and I, we're going to start to sing, and we're going to make a band, and it's going to be awesome. Awesome. There you go. <laughs> and he pecks at some grain. He says, those sunflower seeds are especially good for birds. Give them strong bones. Hmm. Now, you've told me your story. And I'm more than happy to accommodate all of these dwarves in our city. Uh, my next question is, what comes next and how can I help? Oh, Bree looks at him. Just, we, we need people. We mm -hmm. need an army. Uh, I was afraid it would succumb to that. But it is what must be done, I'm sure. Great evil awaits around the Lords of Dust and their plans. That's right. Well, 
You know, maybe the Lords of Dust are not here right now, but uh, if we don't stop them soon, they may come back. If I may, Your Highness, I, I know that we have a much greater request, like Bree just said, but, well, many of the refugees, they've all lost their home out of nowhere and lost a, a great potential leader among them, and... Given that we don't know what the outcome is going to be when we all reach the island, I I vote that we give Giriad and and anyone else we might lose a proper send-off now, while we still have the chance. I agree. I think that's a good idea, Velvet. Mm-hmm. I would be more than happy to make that possible. We can have a service for him and his very bold sacrifice. Um, he kind of pats his legs. Give me a day, maybe two, and I'll have some of the workers around here start talking to the dwarves and what they would like, and we'll set up a memorial uh, either for tomorrow or the next day. Thank you, Your Highness. Thank you. Of course. <laughs> it sounds like he deserves it. Oh. Absolutely. He was one of the finest. <laughs> and he stands up from uh, his chair, standing on the pillow he was sitting on. He says, <laughs> well, well, I really appreciate us touching base. Um, now this army, will our numbers be enough? Well, what are your numbers? I, last time we were here, we, we were at the end of a battle, and... When it comes to this, I'm willing to put forth every soldier that could carry a weapon. And I would say that would bring us to probably around 5,000. Mm. Wow. Well, that's certainly a good number, but... Uh, I mean, we're, maybe... We're against a demon horde. Yeah. I think we yeah. might need to get more people, which I'm assuming means we have to ask around. Yes. There's, there's an army of the Genasi that are going to join us on the island. There are. I, oh. I got a letter from Verna this morning. Oh. <laughs> Lena's eyes just get big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, insert, uh, uh, what's that shot called where it cuts to something else really quick and it comes back? Like, cutaway shot? What's that called? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, insert shot of Ver of Lena sending Verna off on the Hellhound and then very quickly back to the screen. Lena, like, holds her fork, like, tighter and just looks down at her plate. <laughs> <laughs> she she said she spoke with the chief of the Genasi and that they're going to send an army to meet us at the island. And oh. she said we should contact as many cities and leaders as we can to, to raise an army. We need to go to the island. And she said there's going to be a battle there because we need all of the shards to perform the ritual. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think that's a good idea. I, I think we need to uh, perhaps talk to some of the neighboring towns. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you think, uh, your, your Highness? Are there, are there towns that are, are friendly with you that maybe you could call upon their leaders to uh, have a conversation about this? Every kingdom in Valendia has made an effort to remember the history of the Great War those many thousands of years ago. And it seems that history is bound to repeat itself again. I will contact all the major kingdoms that I can. I will contact the human kingdoms of... Bidets, 
Arzurfia, Ice and Port. I'll contact the Elves of Elysia, uh, the Lizardfolk of the Great Tree, the Orcs of Caliphast, the Dragonborn of Minvler, and that that would be everybody. Um, That'd be a big army. Mm-hmm. We can only hope that things reach them in time. I, I mean, a, a magic would probably be the quickest way. Yes. Do, do they have... Uh, a, uh, a, a, what was that thing that you did, Bree, with the the portal? Um, yes, yes, I can, I can do the portal, and that could bring us to some of the locations. Well, couldn't we just send a message via magic? We could, we could use uh, that. That part of the church upstairs is very special. It has multi-purposes, as multi-uses for portals, for messages, for. Ch- contacting the gods. I'm sure we could use it to contact everybody at the same time. Wonderful. Now, Excellent. with a message and a situation as dire as this, we'll, we'll need a very strong message. Can, can I count on one of you to be the speaker? Velvet stands up and like slides his porridge to the middle of the table and strokes um, mimics ears. Um, well, not, I don't do birds have ears. Well, yeah, they must have ears. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> they have like holes in their head. Yeah. Yeah. Pets, Pets mimics head and as he's walking out to the day to explore, he just yells back, yeah, I'll do it. Thank you, Velvet. Your voice is a powerful one and what that many will recognize. I think it's very wise to put you in that speaking position. He uh, kind of walks out to the balcony just to stand out in the sun by himself. Um, yeah. Lena Lena gets up from the table and says, "Well, are we if we're done here, I think I'm going to think I'm going to take a walk." Um, your Highness, what direction is that restaurant in? Uh, smack in the middle of the main strip of the town. You will be able to see the sign that he made. It's very illustrious. I didn't know he had such a creative sight. Perfect. I think uh yeah, I'm going to I'll uh I'll see you all later, if, if that's okay with you. Uh, sure. Of course. No problem. Yeah. I, I think I'm gonna go back to my room. I'm, I'm gonna... I'm gonna start doing some reading. Okay, um... That's, that sounds good. Um, Sai, I know you said you wanted to go check on, um, Lekhar and Deirdre. Oh, yes. And is that something you want to do later, or would, would you mind... If um, if I check on them, or if you, or if we make a plan to go together, I yes, I, I was going to do it a little bit later on after breakfast, but um, but yes, yes, I, I'd love to go with you. Okay, that that sounds good. Um, why don't I I meet you in a little bit? I'm going to go back to my room. Okay. Uh, say an hour. Um, sure. Yeah, okay. that sounds good. <laughs> so you guys. All stand up from your meal. Kanos gives you guys a very small bow in respect hmm. and shoves off. <laughs> <essentially>. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, uh, Velvet went his separate way. Lena, you went your separate way. And then Bree and Sai, you guys went all your separate ways. So uh, I'm going to follow Lena for a moment. You head out into the city, and the city is as busy as ever. You see the bridge that connected the castle to the 
main land is reconstructed. It's no longer huh. a gap where you have to climb a rope across it. <laughs> <laughs> Lena, Lena smiles and, at that. Lena smiles at that. <laughs> and uh, there are many people going about their business. Losherton is happy as ever. It's like every day is Christmas in Losherton. The people are gener- generally jolly and just go about their business with enthusiasm. And as you're walking through town and passing the market, you finally see the sign up on the right side that says, Prairie a la mode. (laughs) And it's written in this beautiful metal (laughs) cursive work. Um, And you see that that there's actually a lineup uh, that's outside of the door to get in. Oh, wow. Huh. Uh, Lena goes to the front of the line and just goes, excuse me, I'm just looking to speak to the cook. I'm not looking to get food. Do you think I can go in or? The person turns to you and says, absolutely not. Make your way to the back of the line. We all <sighs> waited. We all want to talk to the cook. We all want to hear Corius's story. You're not special. Um, <laughs> right. Now, Lena, as you're standing there, you glance into the doorway that is open and you see front of the line standing at the table is Darian speaking <laughs> to a halfling waiter. Oh my god. Uh, she... <laughs> In a window, you said? Uh, through the open doorway, the front entrance. Lena just yells, Darian, Darian, Darian. Hey. He uh, he kind of looks left and right over his shoulder, and then he notices you, and he says, oh! And he immediately, like, darts out of the way, out of sight. What? And he, but you can see where he, he's trying to hide, but there's nowhere really to hide, and he's, as he's kind of, like, <sighs> pressed up behind a wall. <laughs> um, like, it, uh, she, just, <laughs> she just shoves the one halfling aside and walks in. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And when you walk in, you see this very romantic dinner setting. There are these beautiful silk curtains that can be drawn to provide privacy for the table in these sort of garden-like alcoves with leaves and wonderful greenery for walls and these plush cushions to sit on and candles everywhere. You round the small wall and Darian's standing there. He's like, oh, um, uh, hi. Hi, hi, hi. Um, what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, I uh, I just came to speak to Corius. Uh, we just became friends. I, what are you? Are you? Oh, are you here getting food? <laughs> um, yeah, no, I uh, I ordered um like yesterday. They're really backed up, so you have to order like kind of in advance. <laughs> but I hear the food's amazing. And as he's trying to bumble his way through this explanation, you hear the waitress. Uh, behind that counter say, okay, your reservation is all set for a few days from now, Mr. Darian. And he just, like, closes his eyes really hard. (laughs) Uh, Lena just raises an eyebrow and goes, oh, um, hey, nice, you're having dinner here. That's, that's cool. Yeah, you know, sometimes eating alone is just like, um, you know, yeah, yeah, I, you know, yeah. Um, hey. Can you hurry up? We're waiting out here, says the disheveled halfling that you shoved almost to the ground. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, hey, Darian, I actually want to talk to you later. Are you going to be around? Um, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, all, I'm always around. Um, okay. Do you want to step outside with me for a sec, actually? Uh, yeah, I guess I should go to the back of the line to wait to talk to Corius. Man, he's popular and she's she like yeah he's and she starts walking out 
and he walks with you back outside and he says, this isn't how I wanted this to go down. Um, um, first of all, thank you for saving my life in Ildichester. I oh. do not deserve that kindness from you guys. And I just really appreciate that you've always cared for me, I guess. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. Following me meant you almost died. That's not cool. <clears throat> no, no, so not cool. <laughs> yeah, as he scratches yeah. the back of his head. Um, <laughs> but I was going to ask later on today if um, if you wanted to get dinner with me. Lena's <laughs> eyes go big and she just like slowly <laughs> looks up to him and her face goes red and she goes, oh, um, uh, yeah, yeah, um, that could be nice. Dinner. I like, I like dinner, so... Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. No, it's like my favorite <laughs> time, my meal of the day. Uh, I, besides, yeah. I hear Corey's, he serves all the tables personally. Um, so oh. that'd be a great time to talk to him if you wanted to talk to him. Tonight? Um, oh, no, like two days, like two days. a couple oh. days from now. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's um, really backed up. <laughs> I, I didn't lie about that. Okay. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, we can, we can, I, I guess I can wait and talk to him then, I guess, uh. Hey, I, I had a thought, actually, Darian, if you're interested. Okay. Um, I know you don't like fighting, but I was thinking it might be good for you to learn some skills in order to protect yourself or if you ever want to have to protect someone else. And, um, you know, I think you might be better off sneaking up on people and attacking from a distance versus close range. So yeah, I, I hate being near danger. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it might be... I mean, we could talk to the king and maybe set up some training for you if you're interested. It might be good for you to learn a few things. How, what do you, you think? Know, yeah. yeah, I would love that, actually. That, that way I could keep up with you guys a little bit. And, <laughs> um, and, and you'll be there to show me the ropes. And then why don't we do that, and then we'll go straight to dinner. Sure, yeah, that sounds, uh, that sounds good. Cool. <laughs> I'll, uh, wow, awesome. I'll, I'll <laughs> go, uh, here, I'll, I'll go talk to Kanos and see if we can set something up. So I'll, I'll take care of it. No sweat. Thanks. Okay. I will, um, I'll, I'll, I'll see you later then. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll see you in, in two days. Well, I guess I'll see you whenever, but yeah, like, I'll yeah, yeah. definitely see you like in a couple days. For, 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 yeah. For dinner. <clears throat> cool. <laughs> um, it's a, it's a day. It's, it's a day. Yep. Yeah. And then Lena, she like pulls down her hood and then goes, I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to this way. And then she just turns around and starts walking away. Yeah. God. And as you're walking away, he kind of calls out. He's like, yeah, I got to keep those scales. Just, just shut the fuck up. Darling. And as he puts his hand, his head in his hands, he's just, okay. Okay. You did it. Okay. And then he says, okay, now phase two. And he begins walking toward the castle. <laughs> now, Velvet, you said you wanted to just kind of get some alone time, right? Yeah, yeah. Velvet's still obviously really... Um, Velvet's still obviously very shook up about all this, so he's just trying to get some air on the balcony with uh, Mimic still standing by the tree that he decked out the, the day before. Yeah, and, and, and you do spend some time there, and about a half hour into your time, you hear some steps coming behind you and a knock on the wooden door that leads out to the balcony. Hey, uh, is this a bad time? 
I turn around. And you see Darian standing there. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> a, a look just flashes over him like you gotta be fucking kidding me. But he takes a deep breath and looks at the tree and thinks Giri had said he was not horribly useless. So, okay. Hi, Dorian. Yes, I have some time for you, he says with difficulty. Okay, awesome. He goes to walk, uh, approach you on the balcony, and he trips over a crack in the stone. He's like, oh, and uh, continues walking. <laughs> oh, my God. He sits down right next to you. He says, um, I, I know we haven't really had a great relationship since we met, especially since when we first met, actually, we were kind of fighting, weren't we? And uh, you just spared my life, which I'm super appreciative of, by the way. And uh-huh. I, uh, I need a favor from, from you, Velvet. And I know I have no right to ask, but it's really important. You need me to do you a favor. Darian, I... Very well. I, I can imagine someone like you does need the help of someone like me for probably most life endeavors. So how can I pass on my wisdom to you, dear Darian? So Lena has agreed to go on a date with me to Prairie Alamode, and I'm really shitting my pants right now. And I was wondering, um, I set it up as uh, I booked four chairs for the table just in case. And I, I was oh wondering, actually, if maybe um, so that I don't completely ruin everything with her, if you wanted to come and m- oh. maybe bring someone like, I don't know, you like whoever, whoever you want to bring, yeah. like anybody. Velvet drops the bag of seeds that he's holding. i'll even pay for everything i know like this is probably a real pain yeah i'll i'll pay for your dinner i just i really need uh someone so that i don't really mess this up okay hold on um you you asked lena out to dinner that's that's where you lost me. That's when I stopped <laughs> processing oh. what you were saying. Oh my god! At that exact moment. No, I I get that, and he kind of looks out to the sky with this deep look in his eye, and he says, "It's a really bad time. A lot of people just died in Eldechester, and there's all these refugees, and Giriad's dead, and things are really tough right now. But that's also why I think it's a really good time, because if not now, then when?" Oh, no, I was going to say that grief is the one of the quintessential parts of getting laid sometimes. No, that's not what I was confused about. What, um... Um... What's go... So... <laughs> the confusion is, it, is, is it, Does the demon in her do that for you, Darian, as a former, former demon worshipper? Is that is that what it is? Or is it that she's just generally, like, bloodlusty when it comes to murder? What what exactly does it for you? I'm I'm genuinely curious. I might have to insert an option C, <laughs> and I would just like to say that Lena's really cool, and she also gives me the time of day, which is a huge bonus. Yeah, that probably doesn't happen um, quite often. I, I don't know. She just seems really genuine, despite the fact that there's a demon inside of her, and I want to give it a go. I I feel connected with her. Well, you know what, Dari and I've been trying to give people more second chances since um, 
I don't have Geary around to tell me to give people second chances anymore, so I might as well start doing it myself. And, uh... Yeah, I'm sorry he's dead, by the way. That must really suck that he's dead. Velvet's eyes flash up. The Paragon of Velvet says, mention it again, Darian, and I will break the, the finger of your choice. Oh, please do Last time I chose, that did not go well. So I no, it didn't. will it didn't. stay my tongue. D&D Legend of the Silver Flame will be right back after a brief message from our sponsors. If you're enjoying our epic adventure, be sure to check out our social media pages at the Fantasy Fantasia Podcast. As well, spread word about us to your family and friends so they can adventure with us too. Thank you. And now, a word from our sponsor, Antonino's Pizza. Our specialty is pizza. That's what we do. It's what we do best. We don't offer pasta. We don't offer wings. We don't offer fries. We stick to what we do best, and we believe we do it better than anyone else. The best pizza in town or your money back every penny. We have three locations, South Windsor, Tecumseh at Manning and Amy Croft, and LaSalle on Malden Road. That's that's cool. You know what, Dorian? I've been too hard on you, and I think it's probably obvious to say I've been too damn hard on Lena as well. Um, yeah, fuck it. You know what? I think I know who I'm going to bring. Um, when is this date? Two days from now. Two days from now. Th- th- wait, no, three days. Shit, I got to tell Lena. Three. <laughs> it's three days reservations. <laughs> How long did you have to wait? Did, you should have just told them that I was there. They would have bumped you up to today, Darian. Come on. I was in line since yesterday. But that's, that's because you're you, Darian. I'm me. And I wouldn't have waited in line because I'm me. But you're you. And you wait in lines, you know? See, this is why I need you there. You're so smart. And you just have a way about you that I just want to sweep lean off her feet with. But with me... Okay, Dorian, the one thing I'm going to say to do right now, because I just have a feeling Lita's going to love this. I want you to wear the best possible clothes you have. Put on all of the fragrances you have. The more, the better. I really think Lita's going to love that. And then I want you okay. to, when you see her, bow, bow low and say, My dear Mademoiselle, it's fancy talk for love. <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. Okay, my dear Mademoiselle... And as smelly as I can be. And no matter what, don't break eye contact with her the entire date. That's very important. Number one way to woo women. I know. I know. It's like a demonic ritual. That's easy. I've done that that before. The the parallels are actually quite surprising. But yes, you know what? You let me know when you want me to grace this dinner of yours. I'll bring my date. And uh, this sounds kind of fun, Dorian. Thank you. Great. It's it's also a super romantic dinner setting, so just keep that in mind for whoever you want to ask. I mean, I'm sure Sai could roll with anything, but you know. Sai. <laughs> oh, also, last question: um, If things go really well, um, how does sex happen? 
But that's where we're gonna leave you. Oh my god! Wow! How does it happen? (laughs) Not how to how to optimize. How does it happen? Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Sorry, it's the worst. (laughs) And. the camera pans up and enters into a, another different part of the castle where Bree and Sai, you two finally come together after an hour of uh, being apart, meeting to go do your thing. Okay. Um, can I just can I do just like a little brief thing? Um, what Sai of did after not. the... What? <laughs> of course, of okay. course, yes. No. <laughs> okay, so after the whole reason why he he said no to going right away is because uh, Lena's gift was kind of overwhelming him between the nightmare and losing Giriad and and seeing this this drawing of the two of them. He was just very emotionally overwhelmed and he needed to be alone. So he actually went into his room and had a little bit of a good cry and. Oh. And he took out his spell book. So he's, he opened up his little um, adventuring pack and uh, took out his spell book. And he kind of carefully placed the drawing in the middle of it just to kind of protect it. And, and you know, he was taking out some of his items and he noticed the you know, other book that he has with him. And, and, um, and so he just kind of um, he spent sort of the hour kind of just uh, reflecting on th- various things and he, you know, in in the middle of all is this, he had kind of cast prestidigitation and, and generated kind of uh, similar to what Lena drew a uh, an image of, of uh, Giriad um, shooting a bow and arrow on his hand <laughs> and he just kind of like just kind of remembered Giriad for a while and, and then when he was feeling better he came out and, and met up with Bree. Aww. Perfect. Okay. And uh, you two are finally together to discuss um, whatever your next plan is. Oh, hello, Bree. Hey. Um. Hey, Sai. I'm. I wanted to apologize that I haven't asked this oh. earlier. Um. I know things have been a bit overwhelming lately, but. Oh yeah. I, I I wanted to see. How how you're doing. With you know everything that's happened. Well, I, uh, I'm doing all right. I'm, I'm doing okay. Um, you know, it's, it's always hard when you lose a friend, but um, I'm, I'm hanging in there. How, how about you? How, how are you doing? I know that you were, you know, starting to get close to, to Giriad, as, as were we all, but um, how, are you, how are you doing? I'm, yeah, he was a, a great person, and I'm... I don't know. I just, I feel so horrible. Yeah, I know. I, I, I should have done more to, to no. keep that portal open or open a no, new no, one. No, 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 no. Oh, breathe, breathe. I just wasn't no, no. strong enough. No, no. D- don't, don't blame yourself. I mean, oh, I, things happen, and and we don't always know what would have happened if things had had happened the other way. You know, if if we hadn't let Giria do this. I, that, that demon, he might have, he might have wiped out the entire uh, population of Ildechester and and come in here and, and wiped out the, the population of Losher tonight. No, I, I you know I, I I believe that sometimes these things 
They happen, and even though they're tragic, sometimes they are meant to be. And um, all we can do is, is move forth and, and honor those that have uh, made these sacrifices for us, as I, I think we will we'll do soon at, um, at this memorial. So um, that, That'll be nice. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I just feel like sometimes when, when things get really intense, and you guys are all really strong and powerful and you know sometimes I just don't measure up like oh. when we were fighting in the li- when I was fighting in the library and I almost died and then now oh. I couldn't hold the portal and oh Bree Bree no I, I don't know sometimes I no. wonder if maybe it would be better off just I don't know going back home or something. Oh, no, Bree, Bree, you are, you are a part of us. You are a part of our group, and, and you are one of the strongest of all of us. I mean, you, you held off this, this demon. You, you were essential to making sure that, that we, that, that all was... of this happened. And not, 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 of course not. Oh, God. No, Sorry. That was I, I really, I, I'm, I, you know what I mean? I, I know, but that was Mistra, and look, I haven't, I haven't told anyone else this, but when, when I did that spell to help keep that, that force field up, mm-hmm. one of the, the, the price for the spell was that I, I can't contact Mistra again Oh, for any assistance. Oh my goodness, I, Bree, what, what a sacrifice you've made, too. I mean, it was oh. really the the only thing to do. We had to save all those people. We did. Well, that makes you. Well, I I I have. I don't know what to say. That was that was such a sacrifice. I I I I I have always held you in high esteem, but oh, Bree, I I'm so sorry you had to give that up. But I I thank you from the bottom of my heart. I you know that is the reason that we we were safe. So thank you. Thank you. You too, Sai. You've done so much. You're, you're the Worm King. <laughs> I'm the Worm King. <laughs> oh, well, uh, I don't know. It was, uh, I hope to live up to that. Yeah. Hey, uh, look, we should probably go to, to see Lekara and Deirdre. Um, do we know... I don't know if Alina, I, I probably Lena wants to give the, the pictures to, to them herself, but... Um, yeah, 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 probably. I would, I would think she would want to do that. Yeah. Do we know where they are? Do we know where they are? I, I can say Lena's coming back, if that makes it easier. Oh, okay. <laughs> if Avery's cool with that. Sure, yeah. Do, do whatever you guys would like to do, okay. honestly. And, and do we know where Lakara and, and Deirdre are? Like, do we do we know if they're in the castle or anywhere? Uh, Lakara and Deirdre both have created tents slash homes uh, out of the town uh, with the rest of the people of Ildichester. But you you know where they would be. Okay. You'd be able to find okay. them. Well, Bree, uh, shall we head out? Uh, let's yeah. go to the 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 town. The uh, where they've set up camp. Yeah, we we should we should check on them. Thank okay. Thank you, Sai. And look, don't. Don't tell any of the others about Mistra, just oh, yet, please. Of course, lips are sealed. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I, 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 mm. just don't 
want them to think I'm a liability or anything. Oh, oh, Bree, no. They'd never think that. No, don't ever think that you're, you're not a part of us and not important to our group. You are. Come on, let's, let's go. Okay. So we head, um, head back, or we head, head out to the town, and, uh, and, uh, and I'm assuming at some point we run into Lena, right? Yeah, actually, that's what I was going to say, is that <laughs> on the town, you guys run into Lena. Okay. Oh, sorry. Uh, hey. Oh, hey. Lena. Hey. Lena. How, how was your trip to the, uh, what is it called? Prairie uh, something? Um, it was uh, good, confusing. Confusing? But good. Mm. Um, oh, was the food good? I didn't get any food. It was oh. such a line. It was impressive. I'm very happy oh. for him. Um, I um, I was just asked to dinner, and I'm very confused and don't know what to do right now. Oh. Well, it, it is breakfast, or just after breakfast. I would be confused if I was asked to dinner right now, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm, yeah, I... Um, uh, who, who asked you to dinner? Um, oh. Uh, um... <laughs> It was, a. Uh, it was Darian. Oh, that's, that's nice. Stop that. Don't make that noise. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Lena pulls her hood down over her face. I know I shouldn't have told you guys. kind of like elbows Stop her. it. Stop oh, it. Go. Oh my gosh. Darian. I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave. No, don't, don't leave. No, Lena. no, no, don't no, no, no. I'm just teasing you. Come back here. Come on. Anyway, um, yep. So that, um, mm-hmm. Well, do you like him? Um, I don't know. That's it's not it's, a no. It's it's Dari. It's Darian, you know. And I just, yes. but he's not like the other two people I've been attracted to in my life. One, one was this man who I saw in a tavern brawl, and they accused him of cheating, and he single-handedly fought five men without a weapon and defeated them all. It was very impressive. Oh. The wow. other was the elven woman we fought with in Elysia. She was. Very impressive. Mm. Oh, yes. Yeah, I, I do remember her quite well. Yeah. But um, but I, I I was surprised at how upset I was when I thought Darian was dead, and I guess in a way he impressed me too by not just hiding in the dragon battle. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm just I'm just gonna go and eat, the and I guess yeah. The important thing is you're not saying no. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. That's 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 a sign, I think. Okay, I'm, I'm not like velvet. I don't move at. Ten thousand miles a minute. I'm um, slow moving. I've never done this before. Darian's the first per- person that shows it, has shown interest in me. Well, that's ex- it's dinner. Sorry. Yeah, it's just dinner. Mm-hmm. And I mean, from what I've read in books, that's a pretty common way for people to get to know each other better exactly. and see if they want to spend more yeah, time together. Just have a little dinner, a little conversation. I don't know I don't how know. to. I don't know how to say things. Oh, uh, I'm no it's fine to you. There, I'll figure really. it out. It's in two days. Um, Hmm, what are you? Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a booked place. What are you guys up to? What are you guys doing? And that is when you know that you have thoroughly <laughs> satisfied everyone in the room. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Lena. <laughs> um, he, he barely has breath in his chest right now from your illustrious explanation. Uh, yeah, 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 yep. I, I just want to say um, it's mm. three days from now, not two oh. days. Oh, that's okay. all. Yep. Hey, uh, and she she grabs his arm and pulls him away, and and <laughs> and just says, "I don't know what he's told you, 
but don't believe anything he tells you. <laughs> okay, because some of them are really scary. No. I'm not going to lie. No, no, um, no. No, just, oh, just forget Lita. it. I yep. must say, I am so excited to be dining with you in three days' time. This is what? truly a thrill what? of a lifetime. By the way, hold what? on that. Hold that surprising face that you have that's like equally surprised in dread. Just pause that for a second. He turns around to Bree and says, my dear Bree. And goes on one knee and holds her hand. Oh my God. And says, oh I would be honored if you would attend a dinner with me and Lena and Darian, but mostly me. What say you? Oh, um, uh, wow, um... People have get stopped and gathered around <laughs> thinking this is a wedding proposal, <laughs> and the, uh, somebody halflings are... <gasps> no, somebody halflings are just like, oh my god! He's staring at you with his eyebrows. His, his eyebrows are, like, moving up and down. <laughs> Lena, <laughs> mutters, <laughs> Lena mutters to Darian, did you know this was a thing? <laughs> the proposal? No. No, no, the Brie and Velvet, I'm so confused. I thought it was obvious. <laughs> Camera pans back to Velvet. <laughs> um, uh, Velvet. Um... This is just a dinner invitation. Don't worry. I'm not one to commit long term. You know me. Uh, it's I, just I've been asked by Darian, and I like gestured to Darian very loudly that he wants us to join for dinner with his date with Lena. Oh, um, I oh sure yeah. That that sounds good. He he asked you. Yeah, sure. Wonderful. She said Woo! yes. <laughs> the whole crowd claps and cheers, still thinking it's a wedding proposal. Right. Oh and my uh, some of them begin oh throwing God. rice at you guys from their bags of oh green that they purchased God. from the marketplace. <laughs> I think maybe um, I chose the wrong body language. He whispers to Bree, but but that's okay. It's going to be a wonderful dinner. And uh, um, anyways. Anyways, hey. Lena, super excited. I needed uh, a win today. This is great. I've been a little uh, down, as I'm sure we all have. And a date is going to be so nice to lift up the positivity back in this group, I think. Wow, I'm so, so excited. And she looks to Darian, that velvet <laughs> is, yep. Okay. Yes, she can't stop talking about it. Sh Can you, Lena? Sigh. Oh, my God. I... <laughs> She goes over and puts her arm around Sai and goes, we're going this way. We'll be, um, yep. And she starts moving Sai away before he can say more. Darian, you are an exceptional young former demon acolyte. <laughs> Darian blushes, rolls on his heels and toes kind of back and forth. He's like, oh, he's actually so happy that you just said that. <laughs> This is going to be a I'm great totally night. I'm totally envisioning a cartoon Darian doing this, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I all of a sudden got my appetite back. Mimic, what do you say to an early lunch? Good. Starving. <laughs> <laughs> now repeat after me, Mimic. Do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti, do. As he walks away, starting to teach Mimic to sing. Do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti, do. <laughs> You're working that. We're going to keep you on the baritone line. Actually, you know what? You'll be a perfect alto. Hold on to that note and never let go. As he says. <laughs> <laughs> Fades in the distance as you guys walk. Now, oh uh, for, for... So... Where are people headed now? Lena, you just took Sai somewhere? Or? Well, we were, I, and I'm assuming Bree's following behind, but we were yeah. going to talk to Lakara and, and Deirdre. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. On the way, though, Lena's like, can I, can I do something on the way? Just quick. Of course. Lena just turns to Brie and goes, what was that? You and I, Velvet? Since I, when? I don't, 
I don't know. Um, he was acting really weird when I did that s the the death ward spell on him, and so I thought it was an effect of the spell. And now I don't know what's happening. I'm well. assuming that since Darian asked him to invite someone, he was trying to think of somebody to invite. Well, and he chose you. Huh? But I don't know oh, why. Oh, you do too. You, do you like him? <laughs> She's... <laughs> It sounded way more disgusted so than I meant it to sound. Yeah, Jesus, tell you really. Oh my god. <laughs> do you like do do you like him? I, I I'm Look, I've never had any of this sort of thing happen to me ever. I mean I get I get that, I'm yeah. Very I I don't know. I mean you know, oh. there's been times when he's been very, very nice. Yeah, yeah, he can, he can be nice. Uh, yep. Yeah. Um, I, I see the two of you getting along, and you're a nice balance to each other. I, I, I like this. Hey, Sai, have you been on a date before? Oh, <laughs> have I been on a date? <laughs> oh, I haven't told you about my youth. I was, uh, I was once a ladies' man. <laughs> okay, well, maybe at some point in the next three days, can you just, like, give me some tips for fine dining or oh. dating? I, well, sure. Yeah, all right. Let's, let's, let's walk and talk. And so he's kind of, uh, kind of talking with uh, Lena and, and Bree about his experience in dating and giving some pointers and stuff like that. <laughs> awesome. Uh, during your explanation, you finally arrive at the house that Lekara is staying in. She's staying with a halfling family uh, just on the outside of town. And you knock on the door and a halfling answers and he says, Why, hello, what can I do you for? We were just here uh, to see Lekara. Is, is she here? Uh, she's actually not. She spends oh. a lot of her days going for walks outside of Losherton. She she seems to just want to be alone. I haven't pressed the subject. Hmm. Well, uh, understandable. Um, do, do you know what direction is? does she usually take walks? Uh, she's usually gone all day. I oh. I haven't pressed her. She's normally around in the evening and early morning if you want to catch her on a different day. What about Deirdre? Mm -hmm. Deirdre. Um, you guys know where Deirdre is, so there's no need to ask for oh, directions okay. for okay. this guy. <laughs> All right. Well, well, thank you very, very much. Uh, we do appreciate it, and perhaps we'll come, come by a little bit later. Hmm? Of course. I hope you guys have a wonderful night. You too. Hmm. So you guys continue I, along. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we head on over to Deirdre's house. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, she's just staying in a pitched tent that's uh, on the grass prairies um, amongst many, many tents for the dwarves. And uh, you see there's a candlelight on the inside of the tent and you can see the silhouette of her shadow as she's sitting and she's writing uh, with a quill and parchment. Um, excuse me, Deirdre? She pokes her head out of the tent and she says, Ah, um... Sigh, yes. is it right? Yes, yes. <laughs> Very good. Uh, well, Hello, we Sai. We, we thought we'd stop by just to, you know, see how you're doing. <laughs> Thank you. I 
I really appreciate that sentiment, and thank you for stopping by. I am, um, I'm okay. Yeah. It's been hard, but of course. You press forward, and what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And mm. hmm. nothing's ever a defeat. We can always learn something, right? Absolutely, uh, absolutely. That's, that's definitely a good way to to look at this. But um, I, uh, we were uh, planning a, a, a memorial in a, in a couple of days. And uh, do we? Uh, what, is it only a day away, or is it how? Like. When is it and where is it? Have we decided? <laughs> so Kanos hasn't told you that. I was okay, going to get okay, to it so uh, in a bit. But All right. So let me, let me try that again. <laughs> oh, no. I, I can just let you know. Uh, okay. Basically, the memorial is going to take place two days from now. Kanos plans on sending the message out tomorrow. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Um, but but uh, Deirdre speaks up and says, yes, we're, word has traveled quite fast, actually, that oh. we're going to be holding a memorial for him, and yeah. all of us dwarves are already uh, working hard to put something wonderful together for him. Oh, uh, that's nice to hear. Yeah. Um, if you want to speak at his memorial, you're, you're more than welcome to. You were oh. great companions of him, he told me. Oh, oh. we'd be really honored to, to be able to say a few words. Course. Um, I, I may just draw something if that's okay. Actually, I have uh, something for you, Deirdre. Um, she hands a picture of. Uh, it's actually just a, a portrait of like her and and Giria just kind of smiling and with their arms wrapped around each other. She looks at it and you see tears swell up in her eyes as she's looking down, and she just kind of looks up at the sky and says, "Thank you." Yeah, I... <clears throat> she shoves it in her pocket and says, we plan on having the memorial two days from now and we are going to be sending off a ship and lighting it ablaze hmm. the right way. Oh. Um, so we can, if there's anything you want to place on the ship, I, I plan on placing something. Uh, please feel free to do so. Okay, okay. Uh, that's that's good to know. It's a, a proper burial for a, a warrior, a great warrior like Yuri. <laughs> well, we'll... Uh... We'll leave you be, but um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but we'll see you soon. Bree, Bree's going to mm-hmm. telepathically say to Lena and Sai, I'll, I'll catch up with you in a minute. And oh, okay. And Sai kind of nods to Bree. She's going to turn to Deirdre, and as they leave the tent, she's going to look at her and say, I just wanted to apologize to you for what happened, and that I, I couldn't bring the portal back. Don't apologize. It was Garriott's choice to do so. He knew what he was getting into. I, I know, but... You saved... You saved... All of us, Bree. Without you, Ildichester would be nothing. And we are indebted to you. We're indebted to all of you, too. Your, your bravery during the battle. We wouldn't have been able to save all these people without without all of you. In my one night with him, he spoke very highly of your group. He told me all the adventures you guys had been on in such a short time. I'm really glad that he found a proper family. Hmm. One that us dwarves chose not to be when we outcast him. Oh, I'm really glad that 
two of you got to reconnect, even though it was way too brief. I'm going to make sure his story lives on, though. Beyond my mortality, too. I think that would be wonderful. Yes. Thank you, Bree. I have a speech to finish as she kind of pats the table. I'll see you in a couple days, though, at the memorial. Anything you need, don't hesitate to to ask us. (laughs) Thank you. You've given enough and still offer more. (laughs) Bree just kind of nods and then heads to meet up with Sai and Lena. Yeah. Uh, at this point, it's getting pretty late. Uh, night has set. And is there anything anybody would like to do today uh, before the day um, ends? No. Bree actually wants to have a quick chat with Velvet. <laughs> at sure. some point. Uh, so I'll say... Yeah, you you guys all travel back to the castle together. Um, and Bree, you seek out Velvet. Um, when it's starting to head into... Uh, Later in the evening, for sure. Um, most of the people in the town have headed to their homes to set in for the night, and the candles are being doused on the skyline of the town, and uh, you go to Velvet's room, and you give it a knock. When you knock on the door, you hear him <clears throat> just... Uh, you can hear, like, some scratching from the desk that's kind of shares the wall of the hallway, and you just hear him putter off on your knock, and you hear him go, If we don't unite across the continent... Oh, uh, come in. Okay, um, telepathically, Bree says, um, hi, it's, it's Bree, and she opens the door slowly. Yeah, you see Velvet's legs, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's made for half legs. He's a bit shorter than half legs, so his feet are still not quite touching the floor with the chair. Closer than normal. Yeah, but definitely closer than normal. And he's uh, wearing his, like, half moon spectacle monocle that he has, and uh, he's, he's currently writing uh, out the, the, what he's going to say to summon all of the uh, groups on the back of one of his songbooks. Oh, Bree, hello. Hi, I'm sorry for interrupting. I'm, I'll, I'll make this really brief so you can get back to um, whatever you're working on. No trouble. I suspect I know why you're here. Um, I, yeah, I, about the, the dinner? Um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, about that. Um, I just figured, it, it seems like you might still be having some of the effects of that um, spell, and so I thought maybe... I could see if, um, I, I could maybe make sure that it's all gone so that that way you know you're not under the spell and then you can ask the person that you want to dinner. Bree, I'm going to stop you right there. Bree, yes, when you did your spell on me, ooh, I felt tingling in all the right places. And it made me <laughs> want to tell you that I find you brave and endearing and kind and absolutely stunningly beautiful. Bree, the spell didn't make me say that. It made me feel good, so I got to say it. But that's not necessarily how I... I don't feel... Bree, I see beauty in everything. 
when I stayed in the Fane, I, I, I would make you go purple and green with the stories that I, oh. I can tell you about when I spent time in the Fane. But what I, I did I learn, remember hearing some of them. Yes, well, I told you just the tame ones. So. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, I, I, we're, we're just getting to the, the G level. We're not even at anything under that. So. Oh my gosh. Yes, I, I know. But uh, it taught me to love and appreciate everything and find beauty in everyone. So, Bree, when I want to dance with you and when I ask you to dinner, you know that I'm me. You know who I am. I try not to hide it, but whatever I am, and as much as I'm hard to pin down romantically or anything else in my life, I enjoy spending time with you. I find you brave and very smart and incredibly kind. And those aren't traits that I necessarily have in spades. And I find them endearing. So, yes, I'm quite sure that I chose the right person. If you would still like to be my companion for dinner, of course, you don't have to come. I, no, I, I think that would be very nice. Um, I just want to make sure that you... I guess honestly wanted to ask me and you know I, th I think you sell yourself short sometimes you know the the velvet who created that amazing tribute to Geriad and you know you gave me all that amazing advice when I wasn't sure I wanted to continue on on this mission and you your words gave me the strength to keep going, and I, I think you underestimate yourself, because the Velvet who said all that, and who did all that, he's pretty great. Thanks, Bree. That, uh, that's very kind of you, but, um, yes, I will... Um, if you want me to stop casually hitting on you, I most definitely will. But uh, just know that when I do, it, it's not to make fun of you. It's not to be crude in any way. It's, it, it is genuine. I do find you very interesting. And I hope that after we save the world and kick some mega demon ass back to the seventh level of the abyss, that we continue to be friends after this. I'd really like that. Good night, Bree. Good night, Velvet. And she heads out and is heads back to her room. Okay. <laughs> now. Oh no. <laughs> that sounds ominous. Uh, music. Okay. Sigh. Oh no. That's not good. Okay, go ahead. You're walking through a tunnel and as you gaze around the tunnel walls and the floor you notice the markings of a red dragon the splotchy dark marks on the wall from the dragon's breath and its fire as well as its claws digging into the ground are all evidently clear that you're walking right toward its lair and a voice calls out to you from behind and it asks are you absolutely certain that the dragon is out hunting oh, oh yes 
Yeah, yeah. Um, she's gonna be out for hours. She, uh, there's, she needs to go hunt for food, and, and it takes a while. So come, come on, come, come, come up here. Hold my hand. L- listen, this is. I know this is important. I just, I want to make sure that we're doing everything absolutely right. Oh, absolutely. This, this side, this could be the find of the century. I I'm know. S- Can you believe it? I, I, I'm just so happy that you get to share this with me. Ah. Oh. And Illyria is so excited with you as you guys walk down the tunnel. And you enter into a wide cavern. You see there are breaks in the ceiling that allow in natural light. You see a pile of gold and gems and other priceless artifacts, as well as a pile of animal and human bones where it feeds. And then you see it, the gold you're looking for, the dragon eggs nestled, and a pile of boulders, six of them. Oh, look at Illyria. It's, it's six. beautiful. And there's, so, there's I was six of them. One. There's six of them. Can you believe this? I, I've heard of uh, maybe two or three, but but six. I, that oh, is incredible. This is so rare. Oh, oh, come here, come here. Come here. Oh, touch yes. this. It's, it's, look. Oh, oh, it's it, warm. It, it's warm. It, and and <laughs> look, look how the color shifts like that. Oh, oh. Sigh, sigh. She grabs your shoulders. I, Listen yes. to me. I know this is really exciting. I'm I just know. as excited as I you. I know, I know. But I need you to concentrate. I okay. need you to okay. get your studying done. I need you to take your okay. notes. I need you to take your sketches. And we yes. need to leave, okay? Yes. Oh, leave, right? I'm going to go uh, watch the tunnel entrance. Where did I put my, my sketchbook? Okay. Uh, I love you. I love you. Go I on, love go. you, too. Oh, oh, honey. And he grabs her face and kisses her, like, all over the face. And he takes out his sketchbook, and he starts to draw. And he's oh, this is incredible. Look at how that color shifts. And Sai, you you don't notice it, and neither does Illyria. She's focusing on that entrance tunnel. But you hear scratching on the ground. She asks once again if you heard that, and you respond once again saying that it was probably nothing. And then you hear that louder claw mark on the ground, and you turn around, and this time instead of seeing a dragon, what you see standing in the light shining from the ceiling is... This figure, a, a figure of a person, except the robe and cloak they're wearing seems to transition into smoke hmm. as it touches the ground and smoke gently pours out from where it's standing. And Illyria says, oh, the dragon warmling, it's a dragon warmling. Sigh, don't move, Sigh. Wait, uh, Illyria, wait, what are you seeing? I, 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 I who are you? Wait. No, no, sir! No. And the shadowy figure begins running the same way the dragon warmling did oh. at Illyria. Uh, it run, pounces run. on Illyria and begins ravaging her, ripping her apart, just as the dragon did once before. No, Illyria! And again, you wake up in the middle of the night in a very cold sweat. <gasps> should have been me. It should have been me. And once again, Sai, you do eventually fall back asleep, and the morning comes. Now, Kanos has specifically asked for all of you to meet him in the afternoon, up where you guys entered through the portal at that same 
uh, architectural part of the church where you'll be able to send your message. And that time has come, unless there's anything people would like to do in the morning first. No, no, <laughs> no Velvet gets up, takes the paper. Mimic, let's go. We got your daddy to avenge. <laughs> avenge. That's right. Oh, Mimic. So you guys all meet in the chapel, which you entered through the portal. And he's standing beyond the altar, between the altar and this elegant golden inlaid stone slab with etchings of ancient language and these precious diamonds that form this circle from one part of the ground on one side in a semicircle over to the other and it has these stone rays protruding out of it kind of like a monstrance again except mm-hmm. made completely of stone here and with much more intricate uh, etchings into the stone face oh i'm glad you all are on time i i've prepared <laughs> I've prepared our... I guess I should give this thing a name, shouldn't I? (laughs) I've prepared the slab. (laughs) (laughs) The queen never never told me the name of it, and I'm still deciding on something. If you guys think of something cool to call it, just, like, let let me know, and I would be really happy to make it canon. Maybe, like, Slabby McSlab... Slab... Hmm. Slab face. That was was a really bad idea, Lita. I'm sorry. Oh. Slab tasks. Oh, that's closer. Oh, I like that's it. That's closer. Like the slabomatic. <laughs> slabomatic. I, you know what? That's it. Slabomatic. That's it. The slabomatic. Slabomatic. Scribe, you see, <laughs> you see a halfling in the corner. Take that note, and he starts writing it down furiously. <laughs> but now. When activated, the diamonds will light up. He's showing you, Velvet, exactly what's going to happen. The diamonds will light up and light will be cast on you. This is the magic projecting your image to the other stone slabs, the slabomatics of the other kingdoms, where they'll be able to receive your message. I sent word ahead of time for them to be prepared to receive the message as quickly as possible. So you will have audience in every kingdom, hopefully. Every kingdom? An audience in every kingdom, you say. <laughs> Velvet's eyes, like for the first time in two days, are like truly happy. Just the he's just imagining like millions of Valendian citizens. Velvet, velvet, velvet. He's <laughs> just almost like drifts off. Uh, sorry, I, I'm sorry. What are we doing here? What's going on? Well, oh yes, the world's almost Velvet, ending. you've been standing there for literally seven minutes. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I played through a whole set in my head. And uh, anyways, oh oh, um, I think I'm ready. Uh, Velvet pulls out his paper, gives it a read over and goes, okay, I think I'm going to do this from the heart. He shreds it up and throws it on the ground. I'm ready. Um, All right. You can do this. You got this, Velvet. I could use some support. And he kind of extends out his hand on both sides, like to beckon the group to kind of make a like a, a holding hand circle around him as he speaks. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, All right. Okay. You too, demon girl. Uh, Date partner. OK, no. Uh, she goes over and takes <laughs> Bree's hand. <laughs> and you know what, Velvet? I'll put a little, I'll, I'll add a little musical accompaniment. Avery, can I interpret um, the uh, prestidigitation? I'm allowed to make some faint musical notes. Can I make it like a really inspiring sa- uh, soundtrack behind him? Yeah, yeah <laughs> all why right. not? It's, a, it's <laughs> nice to not have to be the center of all the talent. Thank you, Sai. 
You're welcome. Giving me a bit of a break. All right. And Vel uh, Kanos walks over to a certain part of the slab and touches it. And you see magic begins radiating into the stone and the diamonds start lighting up. He says, lights, action. Because there's no such thing as camera. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Velvet waits just a few seconds so that size music kind of begins to trickle out into the realm before he, he says anything. And you hear him say, Nobles, peasants, everyone else in between of Valendia. This is Velvet Smooth Chords, international, intercontinental virtuoso performer. I'm sure you've heard of me. I am here to say, I am tired of this. I am tired of seeing families torn apart, towns reduced to rubble, and... And, and friends dying. I've had enough! Dwarfs of noble Idolchester, halflings of comforting Losherton, all the people of Valendia still free from demonic tyranny, hear me! We, and he gestures to the group, even though not everyone can see that, are not the only ones to lose a dear loved one. Every single day across this continent, countless lives are thrown away by the Lords of Dust and their demonic overlords who blight the land of everything they touch. If we do not unite across the continent now, Idlechester will simply be another in an endless stream of eviscerated homes. I ask, no, damn it, I beg you. Join us in uniting the Kyber Shards. Join us in uniting the continent against our common foe. Join us in paying back the Lords of Dust tenfold for what they have done to us. We will gather around the Island of the Silver Flame. We will stop them from taking everything we hold dear. As a dear dwarf friend of mine would have said very elegantly and in much much less words than I have just used. <laughs> <laughs> and for the second time in the podcast, Velvet's going to drop his his velvet voice. Mm. And he just says in how he thinks Gyriad would have done this entire speech. So let's go save the world. He squeezes the sigh and Bree's hand a little tighter. Bree squeezes and respond. Kanos gently releases his hand from the slab and the light from the diamonds fades. That was good, Velvet. You should be very proud. You know, it felt pretty good. It, uh, I think Gyriad's speech would have been better, though. Lita lets go of Bree's hand and walks up to Velvet and extends it to him and goes, Good speech. Thank mm -hmm. you, Lita. And, um, I'm not good at this, but, uh, I'm so... <laughs> this takes a lot, of, a, lot, a lot of energy for him to say. He, he's got to swallow the word down one more time. I'm sorry for everything I've ever said to you. Lita looks down and um, 
is quiet for a second and goes, it's okay. I, I get it. I would, I wouldn't trust me either, I don't think, if I was in your shoes. Well, I think I do now. And he smiles and he hugs her, which to their height difference, it's probably like to her knee. Yeah. <laughs> At best. Just about. Lena's yeah. heart drops. She's like happy for a second and then her heart drops knowing there's still information she hasn't told the group. And she's terrified, <laughs> terrified too that they're going to like cast her out of the group if she tells them. Aww. So she just kind of smiles and says, she just pats him on the back. Well, um, we did it. Yes. Great job, Velvet. Uh, Kanos claps his hands and says, Now we wait for responses, and hopefully we get them from across the continent, Velvet. Right. I have a strong feeling we will. I will see you all tomorrow for the memorial. I hear it's going to be quite an event, actually. Yes. Boats and uh, set ablaze, and uh, I think that's going to be a, a really nice way to send Giriot off. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Mm. So the rest of the day passes as the city prepares for this grand memorial that's going to happen tomorrow. Sigh. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> you're walking through a hallway. Oh. As you're walking through this hallway, it seems to be a hallway of a castle. You look around at the ground and you see claw marks, these big claw marks dug into the ground of this castle's hallway and burn marks on the walls. Clearly, you're heading toward the dragon's lair. A voice pops up behind you and asks the same question you've heard. Are you absolutely certain that the dragon is out hunting? Yes, yes, she'll, she'll, she'll be gone for a while. She's going to have to get a lot of food and, and that usually takes a few hours. Here, come on, okay. come on quickly, hold my hand. And excitedly, you both begin running through the castle. And Sai, uh, subconsciously, you make your way th- up a set of stairs down the hall, and you realize that you're in Losherton Castle. Mm. You're making your way down the hallway that leads to your room, and you open the wooden door, and the, o- and the door opens into this huge cavern, and you know that you've made it to the dragon's lair. You see in this cavern that the ceiling is broken up, allowing natural light to go through. There's the pile of gold, the feeding area, and of course, what you came for. Six dragon eggs sitting nestled on these small boulders. Oh, look at Illyria. There's six of them. Oh, have you ever seen anything so beautiful? This is the biggest dragon find anyone has made in the last at least 500. Oh Oh, my God. Look, oh, here, here, touch, touch this. Look, it's it's warm. Oh, and look at those colors. It's growing so fast. Now, Sai, listen to me. I know you're really excited, but I need you to focus. Focus. I need you to get your notes, your sketches, and we need to get out of here as quickly as possible. Right, okay. Uh, Where's my sketchbook? Um, Oh, yeah. Uh, Oh, look at this. This is just incredible. And oh... Oh, Illyria, the colors are shifting. Oh, I can't believe this. 
and this time, instead of a claw or the sounds of scraping on stone, you immediately hear Illyria scream. <gasps> she lets out this high-pitched screech, and as you turn around to look at her, the shadowy figure that you saw in your previous night's dream lunges directly for you at your face uh. at lightning speed, and vroof, you wake up. <sighs> no, not again. You're in a cold sweat, Sai. And there's just, as you sit there trying to calm down, this feeling hanging in the room. You're not quite sure what it is. Nobody's there, but you just... It's like your hairs are standing on end subconsciously. Can I do, um, let's see. Can I, what, what would, like, would it be enough for me to kind of want to check out whether or not there's some sort of magical spell, like Arcana check or something? Uh, yeah, roll Arcana. Okay. Plus nine. Um, that's an 18. You're sitting there, and you kind of tune into the room and the energy that you feel, and you're not too sure if it's just because you're spooked from having the same recurring nightmares, but something just feels off tonight. Then mm. that, that's the most you feel. Okay. Um, I'm going to get up and go to um, just my, my stuff, like my, my bag and... Um, just kind of look through the bag to see if there's anything missing or, um, he's going to open up and take them, take the opportunity to open his spell book and look at the picture that Lena drew again. And, and, uh, is there anything missing? I guess is the question. Nothing is missing. Everything is where it should be. Okay. All that lingers is this feeling in the pit of your stomach. Okay. So he just kind of, kind of shakes it off and just sort of chalks it up to, uh, the residual feelings of the nightmare and gets back in bed and, and he kind of, I, I imagine he'd kind of stay up a little bit, kind of fighting sleep because he doesn't want to relive that nightmare. Um, mm -hmm. But eventually just kind of sleep takes over him. Okay. You guys all gather the next day knowing that it's Giriad's Memorial Day. Plans have been made to meet on the edge of the cliff that overlooks the sea and as you guys descend down the castle stairs together and begin making your way across the bridge, you can see in the water is a grand ship. And many people are putting a coffin on the ship made of wood, even though you know Geryon's body isn't there. And many of the dwarves of the city are making their way down and placing valuables or uh, special items in their possession on the ship as patronage to Geryon and his act. And you see on the cliff's edge, overlooking this ship and overlooking the sea, that chairs have been set up and silk strung from stone pillars. And there's a large stone podium built in a way so that your voice projects naturally throughout the area. And there's flowers and it's just a very, very beautiful scene. You guys make your way down and uh, you run into Deirdre as uh, she's issuing some commands for last-minute setups, and she sees you guys, and she says, Good morning, everybody. Good morning. 
Good morning. How, how are you doing today? Good. I, I am very proud of all the people for coming together to put this together, and I, th I feel good that we're giving Gary a proper send-off that mm -hmm. he deserves. Mm -hmm. How have you guys been doing the last couple days? Oh, uh, I'm I'm doing just fine. I, I mean, I, I you know, I've been uh, missing Gary, of course, but um, no, I'm I'm all right. Now. I plan on giving a speech, but I would like to go last. If any of you in this group would like to speak on about Giriad or just to the people of Ildichester, um, please feel free to do so. Is there anybody who would like to do that? I think the people of Ildichester heard what I had to say yesterday, so I think I'm going to let someone else speak today. I would be happy to speak. Okay. Sai, I, I would really be happy about that. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Hey, I'm not good with words, so I'll just, um... I'll just hang hang tight. <clears throat> right. Um, Bree, Bree, you have quite an eloquent way of speaking. Is there anything you would like to say? I, I guess I could say a few words. Okay. Bree will have you go first, then Sai, and then I'll say what I have to say, and then we'll set the ship to sail and set it ablaze. All right, then. I think we're about to start soon, so if you guys would like to take a seat right at the front, um, they're already reserved for you guys. Thank you. Very good. Thank you. And you guys make your way to the front, take your seats, and all of Loshertin is there, as well as all the survivors of Ilda Chester. Wow. It's quite an event. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> Deirdre walks up to the podium and says, Thank you, everyone, for coming today. I would like to conduct this memorial in the way Giriad would like it. Short and to the point. <laughs> I think we've all come together as a community in simply putting this memorial together and have made many friendships with the people of Loshirton and bonded once again and found our joy amongst the people of Ildichester. So I would like to ask a couple people to come up to speak. I will speak and then we will send off the ship. Understood? Yes. Yes. No, nobody says anything. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Your, your voice is heard. Just, yes. <laughs> now, Bree, would you please come up to the podium to speak a few words? Bree kind of nervously walks up there and looks at everyone and he says, Gary's death slept a huge hole in so many of our hearts. He was a huge part of our group and someone that we could always depend on to not only be a brave warrior in battle, but to be a good friend. I never really knew that many people or really had any friends before I left home and met up with all of my 
uh, compatriots, but I have to say that one of the things that I am happiest about on this adventure is all of the people that I've had the opportunity to meet, and Giriad is by far at the top of that list. Giriad, wherever you are, I just want to let you know that you've saved so many people, and we're not going to let your death be in vain. We are going to defeat the Lords of Dust, and we are going to make this world safe again. And she just kind of takes a a breath and then just uh, walks away from the podium and sits back down. Sai, please feel free to take the podium. Oh, okay. And he gets up to the podium and he says, Hello. Hello, friends. Uh, My name is Sai Argatha, and uh, I... I have been traveling for the last, oh, quite some time with Giriad, and, um, well, I'm not very good at these things, uh, saying goodbye, you know. Um, when I, uh, well, before I came to Valendia, I, I spent most of my time trying to salvage what family I had left, and... Well, uh, that didn't really work out, but um, when I went on this journey with all of you, and he kind of gestures to the, the, the Fighter Things Club and, and, and <laughs> Giriad, um I thought I would find excitement and adventure, and, and I did. I, I did find that, but what I didn't expect to find was to find new family. And as I have with each and every one of you, I learned from Giriad. I learned loyalty and bravery. And those qualities are, are, well, they're the reason that so many of us are alive today. So today we find our family a little smaller, but but we're all the better for having known Giriad. Thank you. Breeden squeezes his hand and says, that was amazing, Sai. He nods to her. The entire crowd has been quiet, but you, but you can tell people are doing their best to keep emotions down and just stay composed with uh, every speech that goes by. Deirdre takes the stand. I would first like to express my most sincere gratitude to the kind hearts of Losherton. Your hospitality in these last few days and your willingness to accommodate today's memorial is an act which all of Aildechester will never forget. I say all of Aildechester because that is what stands before me today. Brothers and sisters, look around. We are what remains of the kingdom of Ildechester. Our city lays in ruin, 
again as the result of a dragon. We have been tested before, stood on the edge of extinction, and prevailed. And our ancestors built again. And now we face the same adversity as our ancestors. Without our mountain, without our city, without our home. Our dwarven instinct may be to build again, but I propose a new perspective. Ildichester is not built, it is made. Ildichester is not built from dwarven cut stone or a great wall to divide us from the world. Ildichester is made by the dwarven blood that pulses through our veins. Ildichester is made by the actions we take as brothers and sisters to uphold justice for all. Except those we deem not worthy of it. Those we have deemed outcasts, we believe to be the worst of our dwarven society. I think back to the most legendary outcast, Brugdor, who abandoned not only his people, but all the warriors of this land who valiantly fought in the Great War. And I think of Geriad, Geriad the outcast, deemed the worst of our society, left to survive the Underdark alone, and beyond that, the rest of the continent. Despite this adversity, what did he choose to do? He chose to fight for all of us. He did not succumb to his pity or obstacles. Like a true dwarf, he pushed back and continued to fight for Ildichester. For all of us that betrayed him, he came back. He saved us all from complete eradication. And don't you see? We are all now as Giriad was. We are all branded outcasts, without a city, without a home but not without Ildichester. For Ildichester is as strong as the beating of our collective hearts, the strength of our hearty cheers, and our devotion to justice for all, even those who do not deserve it, for we did not deserve it from Geriad. Just as Geriad was, we are faced with a choice. This is our adversity. Our question hangs in the air. What do we do now? Do we cower into another part of the world, build another city, and hope it is enough to shelter us again? Do we live to survive, or do we live? Live for each other. Live for Loshirton. Live for all we meet. Live for justice. Do we return to our enemies with fire in our eyes and the wind of dragon wings beneath our feet? Do we learn from our adversities and grow stronger, or do we shrink further underground? History teaches us that it is the outcasts who become legendary, because they have faced the greatest adversities in our history. Although Brugdor chose wrong, we remember him and learn from him, and we now must remember and learn from Geriad. I see amongst all of us potential legends. For all of us, outcasts face Ildichester's next greatest adversity. 
Let us all learn from Giriad, follow in his footsteps, wear the brand of outcast with pride, and allow adversity to guide us, teach us, and make Ildichester stronger than mountain stone. Let us all become legends. Mm. And with that, she just turns on a pivot and <laughs> walks off. And she approaches the edge of the cliff and all of Ildichester stands. Some fellow marksmen walked their bows and they all pull them back with their tips ablaze, Deirdre included. And they let them fly. And you see the arrows fly through the perfect clear blue sky orange and red ablaze, and they descend past the edge of the cliff and hit the ship. The ship begins sailing out, and you all watch as its fire grows, the intensity and passion of the fire growing with everyone who watches it, and then slowly sinks into the water. Thus concludes today's memorial. Thank you everyone for your contributions to today. And may we live strong and do justice for all. Sai so goes up to Deirdre and, and says, that was, that was an excellent speech. Girig would be proud. You would have fallen asleep after a few sentences, but <laughs> I think, yes, you would have been proud. Ah, <laughs> uh, um... I, I was going to ask, I, I, I didn't see Lake Hara anywhere. <laughs> That's actually really funny that you mentioned that, Kim. <laughs> because as you say that, she says, she just raises her hand and points. And you see Lake Hara oh. approaching all of you, oh. um, all the group. <laughs> and she's clearly been crying. Her eyes are puffy, but oh. she stands strong. And she says, Deirdre, that was a wonderful speech. Thank you. I'll leave you guys to it. Hmm. And she goes off with the rest of the people of Ildichester as they return to the day. Nikara, I'm I'm so sorry. I'm I haven't been able to, to talk with you since since we uh, went through the portal and I just want to say I'm I'm so terribly sorry for your loss. I know Kyrid was something special to all of us, and, well, I, I know you didn't have a lot of time with him, but I, I'm, I'm really glad the two of you reconnected after all these years, and I hope it, at, at least that can bring you some comfort during your grief. It does, Sai. Thank you. Good. Where have you been? We, we tried looking for you. Yes, my my friend said you stopped by. I'm terribly sorry. I just, it's been really hard the last few days and I needed to sit with myself and try to work through my regrets of mm. not spending more time with him. Mm. Everything that happened in Eldichester and Tagiriad is because of a choice that I made. And that's hard to come to terms with. Sai kind of nods knowingly. <laughs> Lena actually nods knowingly, leaving with Rack <laughs> and not seeing her mom again. So damn, okay. Mm -hmm. How have you guys been? Oh, uh, um, 
as good as we can be, I, I think. I mean, I, I don't want to speak for everyone, but, um, you know, it's, uh, it's always tough when you lose a friend, and he's been on our mind quite a bit. But um, we're, we're, we're okay. We've, we've we're been okay. doing what we can to make sure that Good. his death hasn't been in vain. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what will you do, Lekara, now that, well, now that things are starting to settle here? Will you stay? Well, after Velvet's speech yesterday, I'm going to be joining the fight, of course. Mm. Those bastards took my son. Hmm. Good. And they deserve to be stopped. I wish I could go back and see if he was still there, if anything remained. As well, that kyber shard, we don't know if it's still there or not. We don't, um, well, if it... That's, that's right, I, I assumed it might have been I, destroyed, but we, we, we don't should know check that, do we? Like, Hara, I can see yeah. about trying to open a portal to see if we could get back there. Um, I, I definitely would like to go and, and take a look around. Mm -hmm. The thing about those kyber shards is they can't be destroyed unless they're put into the silver flame. That much I know. Mm. So, so it should still be there then? So I bet you it's still there. Mm -hmm. Well, what are we waiting for? We should go yeah. check. Yeah. All of us. Yes, let's go. Kano, uh, so you guys talk to Kanos, and he's able to set up a portal through the same, what's it called? Slab of... Slabomatic? Slab slab what? Slabomatic. Slab <laughs> yeah. The slab solves a lot of our problems <laughs> in this city. It's a really wonderful slab. And uh, he he sets it up appropriately so that Brie, you would be able to cast a portal and it would be able to return you back to the site where Old Chester okay. once was. Yeah, so Brie closes her eyes and holds onto her necklace and uh, focuses her thoughts on, on Mistra and past the portal. So the emerald green portal lights up in the semicircle of the slabomatic and immediately Ash gets pulled through with a gust of wind as the magic opens. And you see Ilda Chester is in complete ruins. There's really nothing left of it. All the buildings that once were, even the castle that is perched on the side of the mountain has fallen and most of the rubble simply evaporated away from the blast. You guys walk through and begin looking around and unfortunately you don't find any sign of Geriad. Lakara is very disappointed as she's looking around. She said, it was, it was a, it was a stupid thing to believe could be possible, but the shard is not there either. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you thought you found it? We uh, got it. <laughs> I, well, maybe it, maybe the the force of the blast uh, pushed it somewhere. Uh, do we? Do we see Avery? Do we see any footprints or anything that indicates someone might have been there? Can I do like a perception mm. check or something to figure Good out idea. why the shard's not there? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, since you guys would all probably roll perception to some capacity, you're all looking. I'll say you do find uh, a set of tracks. You notice that um, where the explosion originated and where the kyber shard was, you notice um, paw prints, oh, uh, hardened <laughs> magma. 
and as well as a, um, a sort of recess in the ash that is um, from a body or something. Uh, it's kind of hard to tell. And then those tracks come in and then also, uh, sorry, let me rephrase. One track of dog tracks, the paws, come into this spot and then footsteps and paw prints exit from the site. Ooh. Lena stares <laughs> at them and her heart just drops. <laughs> what what could those be? I have uh, no idea. A dog of some sort and it looks like somebody's here. What what do the size of the footprints look like? Bigger than a normal dog's. Okay. Um they're oh, what about the other yeah. set? Then <laughs> what about yeah. The other set, you guys take a look and you notice that they're smaller than humans. Um, in fact, Bree, if you were inspecting them, they're kind of similar to your foot size. That, she looks in, no, no, that that can't be possible. What, what is it, Bree? Yeah, what, what do you think? In, in the letter that I got from Verna, she said that she was heading to Ildichester. She had one of, she had gotten one of the Kyber shards. From, from the Genasi, and she was coming here to meet us. And I, I, I was hoping that maybe when we came through the portal that she would be here and that maybe she missed the, the battle and got here late. But I, those look like her footprints, well, but... Well, it looks like that might be what happened. But where would she be? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe... Maybe she's on her way to Losherton, Lakara says. Uh, maybe, but how would she know that we went there? Lena's like having this internal struggle with herself where she's like, <laughs> right? do I say something? Do I not? But she's she's going to keep quiet just, just for a little bit longer. She kind of thinks to herself. Okay, uh, guys, I think it's best we get back. We don't know what else could be out there still. We should probably head back. Yeah, I agree. We there's, there's, be here. there's nothing no. more we can do here right now. No. no. Okay. Clearly, nothing. Right. We, we're not going to find no. anything here. Okay. Let's go. Let's let's go back. <laughs> and you guys re-enter into the castle, and the portal closes behind you. Hey, Bree, it, it's going to be fine. Just just give it time. You know, we we have a few days but, here left. But her her bird came in here here oh. injured. What if somebody has her? Okay. Well. But, there's nothing we can do right now. Lena tries to pipe in and cut this conversation off. She's like, <laughs> yes, I agree. This is going far too long. We have other things to do. We have to wait and see. We've done, we've done what we could. After that meeting, is there anything anybody would like to do today? How are, how are the training sessions going with Darian? Is he a level, level two rogue yet? <laughs> oh, not even close. No, you're, you're still on the level basics of how to sheath your dagger. Still trying to get the cro- the cro- what is uh, wait a I was gonna say is crowbar. that a euphemism, Avery? Cro- <laughs> no, but now it is because it was mentioned. So. <laughs> I think what, rogues can have what a crossbow. I think that's he's probably training on like a distance weapon. You can use sneak attack with. Yeah, yeah, probably like a like a little hand crossbow for him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like a toy oh size one. <laughs> and he holds it with both hands. Oh god. <laughs> All right, so the day passes, and tomorrow we have a date day to look forward to. Oh, my God. I'm so excited for the date day.
bring your players to exciting fantasy worlds with Sword Coast Soundscapes. With over 100 different D&D soundscapes on YouTube, Sword Coast has ambient tracks for any setting from coast to coast, some of which you can hear in this podcast. If you're loving the music you hear in this campaign, then consider supporting Will Savino on his Patreon, Music D20, where he is constantly dropping new music to elevate your tabletop games. Just go to www.patreon.com and search Music D20. After choosing a patron tier, you'll get access to hundreds of tracks thoughtfully composed for your adventure role-playing games. Hey there. Thanks for listening. Tall Tale Theater Collective is proud to announce that we are expanding our podcast network to now feature two programs. We will continue to present our horror series, Night Terrors. Welcome to a world of thrills, threats, and terrors. Night Terrors is an anthology radio play podcast that will bring you face-to-face with your nightmares. Come listen, if you dare. Introducing our newest program, Fantasy Fantasia, which includes two RPG podcast campaigns. The first is Dungeons & Dragons, Legend of the Silver Flame. Experience laughs, suspense, and triumph with a motley crew of adventurers who could be the last hope against great evil, long thought to be vanquished. The second is Monster Hearts Undergrad. Follow the tale of romance, mystery, desire, and murder as an unlikely bunch of mostly pubescent monsters navigate their social, academic, and supernatural lives at Oakhurst College. Listeners even get the chance to weigh in on the action of both campaigns. For more, visit our website at www.talltaletheater.com. Talltale Theater Collective. Grow with us.